everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. Oh my gosh, one of us is not nasally. For once! Yay! We finally escaped flu season. Just about. Just about. Just in time for pollen season to come into Florida. Love it. Even though it's January, it is in the 80s. Yep. And I'd be on that flow nase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, stuff to look forward to in future episodes. Yeah. So today we're doing an episode that's not normally what we do. Yeah, normally we review things that come out of Asia in general. Yeah, in, in general. In general. But Rachel and I both really liked The Witcher, and it's kind of like having its cultural moment. So we figured we'd talk about it. Yeah, let's be current, and also I'm Polish, so... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. There's the thread. (laughs) So The Witcher is an American fantasy drama series. The TV show is based on books by Andrzej Sapkowski, who is Polish, and there are a number of books. They've all been completed. These predate Game of Thrones. And it is similar to Game of Thrones, but not quite, yeah. yeah. It's very distinctly, the books at least, Eastern European, which is cool. I feel like a lot of the times we don't really see that in, like, fantasy media in general. I would agree. I think most of the time fantasy is more of a Western European type setting, or even American, Mm -hmm. but... like as a whole, but hardly ever do we see anything like like Russian fantasy. <laughs> I want there to be like South Asian fantasy series. Totally. I feel like there could definitely be Southeast Asian stuff, but that's you know besides the point. We're all for diversifying our media. There's tons of Bollywood fantasy out there too, yeah. by the way. But it's just it's not something we normally see interact with with in American culture, which. I strongly think that Netflix, while it is worldwide, this is an American, like, trend, is The Witcher, so. Mm-hmm. It stars Henry Cavill as the main character, Geralt Arribia, Anya Chalotra as Yennefer, and Joey Bately as Yeskier, or Dandelion, or Buttercup. He has multiple names! Yeah! The show calls him Yeskier. He's so cute. He is adorable. He is the bard. Yes. So this premiered December 20th, 2019, to basically a lot of hype. Yeah. Game of Thrones has ended horribly. Mm-hmm. People are ready to glomp on to the next big fantasy trend. Yep. Did they succeed? I feel like they did. I do think, however, that to somebody that has never been exposed to The Witcher really in any form except, again, watching Kyle play it for maybe <laughs> like 10 minutes once and... That's how I knew the name Yennefer, and I was like, that's a lazy name. But then I realized it's Polish, so... (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyways, besides that, and not having been introduced to The Witcher at all, and not having done any back research and just kind of jumping into the show, it was pretty confusing at first. I mean, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it already, but basically they are showing two timelines at once, or two points in the timeline at once. So they're showing the past and also the present. But there's not a very clear delineation of when they switch. So you're kind of like, wait, what the fuck? We just saw this lady all grown up and now you're talking about her as a younger person. So it it was hard to make that distinction until a couple of episodes in. And then I was like, oh, that's the past and this is the present. But Emily brought up a good point the other day that they really should have changed the hairstyle. It's the most simple thing they could have done is if he had a ponytail, that's past Geralt. He's in the past. 
and then hair down Geralt is in the present. And that would be the easiest way to identify what timeline you're in. Obviously, they give you context clues and they're the dialogue and things like that. But, you know, if you're like watching on the couch and your dog runs on your lap or if you get a text and then you're like, shit, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> it, it was really confusing in that regard. So if you haven't watched The Witcher yet, and that's not a whole lot of spoilers yet, but we are going to be talking about some spoilers as we review this. So mm -hmm. just know that. But if you want to stop here, just know that it's two separate timelines in advance so that you are not confused. And it doesn't really spoil anything, so. The basic plot of The Witcher is there is Geralt. He is a monster hunter for hire. And that's it. Yeah. For the first couple of books. Yeah. And then there's also this very important young princess named Ciri. Mm -hmm. And the plot of the first season is them finding each other. Because it's important that they find each other because of destiny. Yeah. And Ciri is a child. Don't ship them. That's wrong. Yeah, please don't be gross. <laughs> Ciri basically becomes his adopted daughter. And even though in future seasons they may appear to be similar in age, Geralt is always going to be very, very old, just not appearing as such. Witchers don't age like normal humans. Yeah. In fact, they don't even consider themselves human. They were once human. But after you go through the witcher trials, you basically become something else. You get a little bit of powers... They didn't do this in the show, but your eyes become like cat eyes. Yeah. It's intense. Mm -hmm. You get fangs, literally. <laughs> like, yeah. It's pretty intense. And it's also that they can fight monsters. There even are witcher schools, and, mm -hmm. and the show hasn't really gone into this. I know all this, not from reading, but purely from osmosis, as Kyle has read every <laughs> single witcher book, and then talks my ear off in the car about what's happening as I'm driving, so yes. I feel like I've read them all. <laughs> Just, yes, through osmosis is the best way that you could describe that. <laughs> yeah. Forced osmosis. It's Facilitated so diffusion for all my yeah. bio nerds out there. Yeah, it, the books sound great. I just don't have time to read them all. Yeah, I would love to listen to an audiobook. The Overdrive app lets you rent audiobooks for free from your local library, completely on your smartphone. So check that out. You have to have a library card, though, to use Overdrive, so you actually have to go to the library, step foot in said library, and get the card. But then you never have to go back. <laughs> yeah. The Alachua County libraries use it, so I've taken advantage of it before. Yes, so if you live in Alachua County, library's the tits. The libraries here are really good. Yeah. Legit. So there are differences between, like, the books and the show. With any adaptation, there are going to be differences. I feel like the main difference is that they kind of sped everything up because in the books, Yennefer is supposed to be like 400 something years old and Geralt, mm. Geralt is a young witcher. He's only like in his mid thirties. And then Ciri is like a normal child growing at a normal rate. The games that you guys may have heard of, those are sequels to the books. Yeah. So in those, Ciri is an adult. So she appears to be the same age as Geralt. However... That is her adopted father. Yeah. Again, please, please don't be gross. <laughs> I've had to weed through so many things. Mental age is very important. Don't be gross. Also, um, one thing that they changed from the books to the show is that they added so many more actors of color. Which I really appreciated, honestly. Originally, this was a Polish TV series. 
And I'm pretty sure most of the actors in that were mostly white. The United States is becoming increasingly more and more diverse. And people need to see representation of themselves. And nothing is stopping a fantasy series from changing the skin color of a character or the hair color of a character. It does not impact the character to have a different skin color, body type, whatever. Representation is extremely important and I'm glad they did that. End of story. (laughs) This is a fantasy series. It's not supposed to be directly based in a certain European country. Obviously, it's very inspired by Poland, but it's in, like, Nilfgaard. And it's like, who says the citizens of Nilfgaard all have to be white? It's a made-up place. Exactly. This really reminds me of the argument with about Frozen and how there's, like, no white people in Frozen. And I'm like, it's a made-up place. You could have the people be whatever the fuck skin colors you'd like. It does not matter. It's not supposed to be whatever they thought it was going to be, like, Finland or something. They're like, everyone's white in Norway. And I'm like, but it's not Norway. It's a fantastical, fictional fucking place. (laughs) Like, there are people of color in northern places. There are literally indigenous people in America (laughs) that have darker skin color and live in the north and have lived in the north forever. (laughs) It doesn't make any fucking sense. But anyways, (laughs) rant over. I'm tired of that excuse. Like, even though it is a Polish TV series, it is still a made-up place, and you can still have representation, and you not doing that is lazy and an excuse. Anya Chalotra is half Indian. I believe her father is Indian and her mother is British. So she's from the UK, but she is a woman of color and she plays Yennefer. And having Yennefer be a South Asian woman, it doesn't affect her storyline at all. No, she's extremely light skinned, which is a whole other thing. But she's absolutely gorgeous and I wasn't like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what the fuck? Yennefer doesn't look like she does in the video games. Like, what the fuck? I was like, okay, this is Yennefer. Thank you for spoon feeding me that. (laughs) Also, Triss, uh, another sorceress, is just a black woman. And like, who cares? It does not affect (laughs) the story at all. Yeah. I just appreciated that a lot of extras and named characters with dialogue were very diverse. I just appreciated that. Yeah, it's really cool to see, and I'm grateful that it is that way. So one thing that I did not like, that is a change from the books, spoiler alert, so Yennefer is deformed from childbirth. She has a fucked up spine, a hunchback, and, like, something going on with her jaw. Yeah. Yeah. She's deformed, like, in many places in her body. Yeah. Except her boobs. (laughs) Bobby's intact. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Once she finishes her sorceress training, they basically make her beautiful and give her hair like a blowout. Yeah. (laughs) They blow out that hair, honey. I need that. (laughs) Yeah. But in the books, she just uses magic to appear differently. Mm -hmm. And I understand that because people are inherently trusting of attractive people. Yeah. Which is odd. But, yeah, I understand wanting to look not like yourself. And it makes sense that she has magical powers. Why not just use a magic spell? But in the show, they're like, no, this is permanent. This is, like, sorcery plastic surgery. But, yeah, essentially that's how they played it off. And I thought that was, that was such bullshit. And I think that's a detriment to her character. 
Because Geralt loves her even knowing what she looks like originally. But in the show, he never got to see that. That's true. I honestly feel like there's a lot of threads to that. So, number one, yes, of course, everyone in reality gets treated better if they're more attractive or present themselves as such. There is a marked difference that I have noticed where if my hair is pretty and I'm wearing makeup and wearing a nice outfit, I get treated a lot differently than if my hair is like up in a bun, I have no makeup on, and I'm wearing like my scrubby clothes. There's a marked difference in how people treat you. So I completely understand that. However, there was a character in the show that still loved Yennefer before she transitioned. And I thought that was meaningful to put in there. It would have been nice if that transferred to the even hotter character that Henry Cavill (laughs) plays. That would have been very powerful as well. I feel like that would have been a good message to send. I feel like maybe they didn't want to continue to to use whatever body prosthetic they were using with the actress to make her look like that forever. And some of it is her, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of it is her actually, like, leaning to the side. So she may not have wanted to do that for the whole series. But the thing that I really didn't like about the magical plastic surgery is that to do that, she had to give up her uterus. It was disgusting. It was like, it just sends the message that, like, if you get plastic surgery, you have to sacrifice your womanhood and, like, all this other stuff. Like, you have to, like, give away a part of yourself. You're less than because you had to get that. I don't like that. I think that if somebody wants to change their body, they should be able to, and you shouldn't be shamed for it or considered less womanly, or like you gave up a part of your original self to be something. If you want to do that, you're, you know, your own individual person and you can do that and you shouldn't be shamed for it. I think the show was trying to be along the lines of you have to give up part of yourself to gain this power. Yeah. Which is understandable, but, like, for a woman, it's so fucking stereotypical. You gotta be sterile. It also sends the message, too, that if you're fucked up and ugly, for you to be pretty, uh, you can't have babies because you might pass on your fucked up genetics. (laughs) Like, nobody wants a baby with with a back hump. Like, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. They could do it like how they do the new X-Men movies with Jennifer Lawrence. She's like, I don't want to be in the mystique brawdy prosthetic, so she's always looking like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. But really, we know she's blue. I feel like they could have done the same thing. It's just Jennifer constantly using her magic. Yeah, they could have done that. And they could have just had one meaningful moment where there's like a flash where Geralt sees her as she is. Like, when she's at her weakest and she's trying to, like, put the gin in her belly or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Um, Spoiler again. That he, like, sees her without that magic and still loves her and still fucks her in the basement or whatever the fuck later. Like, that would have been cool. That would have been pretty badass. As an ugly myself, that would have been cool. (laughs) I mean, they can't change that now, but... That is one of my critiques. I agree. That doesn't really sit right with me either. It's like those um, Korean dramas where it's like, fat girl becomes pretty girl. And ugly guy that she was trying to get earlier, like, suddenly falls in love with her. And it's like weight loss, like, uh, fantasy. Like a pretty fantasy. I don't know how <laughs> to describe that. It's It's fantasy, though. Like, 
truly, if you are someone who is deformed, like, there's not really much you could do about it besides plastic surgery. And even then, in some cases, it's not going to fix everything. So it kind of seemed like a, a drugged up, like, you can be pretty if you sacrifice your uterus fantasy, which I thought was weird. That also did not sit right with me, so. Speaking of sex, <laughs> basement sex, Geralt fucks. <laughs> Just that. That's the only comment. Yeah, there's a lot of tits in this. Like, a lot. Don't watch this with young kids. It's no. violent and there's boobs. It's just like Game of Thrones. Do not watch with your children. But we don't see any of Henry Cavill. No but. I was at least expecting a but. Nothing. I mean, he he looks so good. He's so ripped. We see, like, belly button up. And that is it. I know. It's really sad. I was like, I wanted just, like, to the top of the dick. Like, that's <laughs> that's what I wanted from the front. And then from, like, upper thighs down, unless he's really hung, in which case, like, knees down. <laughs> um, like, a little bit above the knee and down. But, yeah, I was expecting full back, full ass. Like, give us yeah. that at least. Apparently he was so ripped. His costumes, which were leather, yeah. wore down because of the friction. That's insane. <laughs> like It's kind of hot. Up the budget on the costumes and the wigs. Oh my god. I feel like- Emily, there's only enough budget for one wig. One lace front per season. I feel like his wig at times, I was like, hmm. Mm. My favorite Geralt look is where it's shaved on the sides and then he has it long on the top in like a ponytail. Looks- yeah. Like a warrior. It's really cool. You can do that in the games. You can sh- have different, like, beards or shave and different hairstyles. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of fun. But I'm hoping they kind of do a nod to that and, like, give him a different hairstyle. Because just the long hair, I'm like, God. It's just so dirty. It is. And Kyle has told me, yeah, Carol doesn't bathe that often. He's rank. And I'm just like... Uh, that doesn't fit in with my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to change this character to fit in with my personal fantasy. <laughs> a very clean witcher. <laughs> well, like, the memes are, like, Geralt in the bathtub from the game. <laughs> yeah. And he was in the bathtub in, in season one once, and I, that's where I thought we were going to see the butt, but no butt. No butt. Very sad. So what are some things that you really liked about the show? I really liked... The actress who plays Siri's grandmother, she was very good at portraying her character. I almost, like, love to hate her, and that's a very hard character role to play, where she's extremely fierce and, like, maternal and protective, but she's also kind of a dick. <laughs> um, And that's that's kind of a hard, like, thing to straddle, is to not be so dickish that everyone hates you. She's an asshole, but you understand why. And that's a hard thing to do. So I thought her acting job was incredible. I thought she did a really good job. On one hand, she genocided elves. That too. On the other hand, she very deeply cares about her kingdom and her family and providing for citizens and takes, like, her promises and oaths very seriously. Yeah, she is definitely, like, a gray character. She is not evil, nor is she good. 
And I feel like one of the main themes of The Witcher is talked about in kind of like the first episode when Geralt is saying like there is no lesser evil, there's only evil. And I don't know, I feel like he's wrong. <laughs> I think the point is that we find out he's wrong. Yeah. So I feel like with, I feel like that's the theme though cuz with with characters like a uh, Queen Calanthe, it's like yes, she is a bad person. But you understand her motivations and you can also respect the fact that she is the way that she is. So I feel like there's a lot of characters like that. Like Yennefer's teacher, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. I forget what her character's name is. But that actress did a really good job of doing essentially the same thing where she has done a lot of bad things. But you can also see why and she has done a lot of good things and tried to protect Yennefer. There's just a lot of very good, complex female characters in this show, and I appreciate that immensely. Definitely passes the Bechdel test. They be talking about elves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really thought that that was a good part of this show, was just very complex, well-thought-out characters. Yeah, I really agree with that. The thing I liked most about this show was its catchy-ass song called Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. Yep. Sung by Yaskier, who mm. is Geralt's BFF, though they don't start off that way. In the books, they're best friends, like, right off the bat. They're, like, broing down together all the time. Yeah. When Yaskier's loot is broken by an elf, Geralt goes Kill Bill rage. <laughs> like, he's like, how dare you break his loot? <laughs> There's also, like, a very large Yaskier x Geralt ship. And I'm not surprised. <laughs> I wish they would have played into that more I in know. the show. Because it made it seem like Geralt was like, ah, this annoying fucking fly on my back. Like, Truly, they're supposed to be, like, BFFs. I heart you. We have matching tattoos, friendship necklaces. Yeah. Yaskier also hates Yennefer. Hmm. 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 <laughs> He's, like, in love with every woman he sees. And yeah. He plays the typical, like, I'm the suave bard. Yeah. But he makes a song about Geralt, and it basically goes medieval viral. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a catchy-ass song. It is a catchy-ass song. It will get stuck in your head. It will. And Joey Bately had a very beautiful voice. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that caliber of a song to come out of the show, but I was like, damn, <laughs> this slaps. That slap, yeah. I was very surprised. So, season two, will they release another song? Mm. Because they have many adventures. Or it's like a remix. <laughs> yeah. God. So, speaking of next season, let's talk about what your hopes are for season two. The only thing that I've heard so far about season two is that it's not going to be separate timelines anymore. Basically, at the end of the first season, they merged the timelines together, and now everything's in, quote-unquote, the present. Well, that's off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> that was my one of my complaints, yes. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we get to see more of Nilfgaard. We only see them kind of as the antagonists and yeah. only a couple of characters. I want like a whole episode to be dedicated to like the people of Nilfgaard, like mm -hmm. their ideology, like what's really going on. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, because they kind of like brush over it as like, it's a weird communist thing. And then they yeah. just keep going and I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Communist. Communism. With evil magic. <laughs> yeah, essentially. You could tell this was like 
written in the early 90s. Communism, they sacrificed their young. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Yeah. So I would like to know more about the antagonists. I would also like to see more creatures, because honestly, there weren't that many creatures. There weren't that many, and only, like, two of them were particularly horrifying. Yeah. I want to be shook. Oh my god. Guys, there is one monster that was so fucking scary. Yeah. I had to watch it with the lights on. Yeah. No, it was, like, basically a shrieking demon, essentially. So the concept for this thing, Astriga, it is fucking scary. Basically, it's like a demon fetus and it crawls out and eats the mom and then becomes more powerful and then just kills people. It's... mm. (laughs) And it's all because of incest, so don't do incest. (laughs) If we learned anything, don't do it. Oh wait, it's all because of incest and a scorned lover that is not in the incest who cursed the baby. Also, I was like, hmm, siblings who fuck, huh? Hmm. <laughs> I also think it's fitting that the scorned lover gets eaten by the Shriga, but... Oh, yeah, he yeah. gets fucked up. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people get fucked up in this show. Yeah. I'm just glad that it's gonna be one timeline. That is my hope, and it has been answered. <laughs> and I really want to see more of... Geralt, Yennefer, and Siri interacting all together. I think that'd be cool, along with uh, Yaskier. I just want to see everybody interacting more uh, at the same timeline. Because you've seen a lot of character interactions, but they've been sequestered to their particular timelines. And you haven't really seen everybody interacting all at once. So I guess that's my hope, because I don't really know anything about the series or what's going to happen. Oh, also more dragons. <laughs> So we're looking forward to season two, which will probably premiere this year, I'm guessing. I know they just started filming. I think it'll be late this year, early next year when we get a season two. Another Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be fun. Every Christmas. Yeah. A little gift. Let's wrap this up with our K-pop recommendations. My recommendation this week is Sassy by Red Velvet. My recommendation is DDD by Exid. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Soulmates Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Check us out on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Check us out on YouTube at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can find our podcast anywhere podcasts are normally found, including Spotify. Whoop, whoop. Woo. Wherever you're listening to us, make sure that you subscribe or follow us. So that you are notified every time we release a new episode, which is every single Friday, unless it is a holiday or we are dead. (laughs) Which is often. (laughs) Sometimes life gets in the way. We try not to let it get in the way, but sometimes it just does. We both work full time. True facts. It's a labor of love, y'all. That being said, if you did enjoy this episode, consider leaving us a tip on coffee.com. The link is on our link tree on Instagram and also on our Facebook page. We bid you adieu till next Friday. Bye. Bye. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty.